0: After COVID-19 brought the world to a screeching halt, teachers and students of all ages were forced to go digital. For the next 30 minutes, we're going to be talking about all of the newest technologies and strategies that educators are using to help close the gap between the physical classroom and the virtual classroom. So stay tuned for news, exclusive interviews, and more right here on Virtually Educated, WPCZ LPFM Dearest.
1: In Georgia, sports are legion. Athletes are legendary, and the voices that painted the pictures are timeless. Larry Munson. We just stepped on their face with a half-nailed. Poop. Steve Holman. Davidie Wilkins has become the all-time Hawk scoring leader. Ernie Johnson, Sr. Rod Kent has done it again. Skip Carey. The Atlanta Braves are National League champions again. Al Seraldo. Oh, West Durham. Ten, five. Touchdown Atlanta. Ernie Harwell. That one is low. Danny Reed. Georgia Southern wins! And since the beginning, we've brought it all to you instantly. We're America's broadcasters and the great radio stations of Georgia. This year, radio turns 100 years young, and we're just getting started. Coming to a device near you, the very best is yet to come. For more info on the centennial of radio in America, visit gab.org slash radio 100. This message brought to you with pride by member stations of the Georgia Association of Broadcasters.
2: What's up, Lions? This is Savannah Richards, and you are listening to Virtually Educated here on Z98.7 FM, the soon-to-be Piedmont University student-run radio station. And I want to talk today about a topic that I've talked about in prior shows before in a more high school-minded focus, but I want to talk today about mental health and the effect on college students. Because while I did want to focus this show a lot on high school because... I myself want to become a high school teacher, so that's just where my focus has been. I also do want to try and keep this a little relevant to Piedmont students who aren't necessarily in education, and I want to try and include them in the discussion because they are still students first and foremost, and a lot of the issues that I've talked about in other parts of the show in regards to high school also really apply to college students. And my focus for today is going to be a lot about mental health. Because I think that this is something that a lot of college students in general struggle with, even more so in the context of COVID-19. And I'm going to pull up some stats a little bit later, and I'm also going to bring in an interview from my roommate, Rowan Edmonds, who is a double major in mass communications and graphic design here at Piedmont, and talk a little bit about her experiences with how digital learning and COVID-19 have affected her life and also talk a little bit about my experiences with it overall on the whole, Um, it's, it's hard. And mental health in general is always something that's been kind of stigmatized to talk about because we don't wanna let people see the parts of ourselves that we don't perceive as perfect. And because of that reason, it hasn't traditionally gotten a lot of attention and a lot of the attention that it probably needs both in media and just in normal conversation. And that is starting to change a little bit. I know that we here at Piedmont have had different clubs pop up in the last few years, like Active Minds, started by Nicole Thomas, who is a a previous MassCom student here, uh, that are dedicated to promoting better mental health and promoting better ways for people to take care of their mental health. Because uh, something I heard quite recently in a show, Jenny and Georgia, this isn't an exact quote, Uh, But any Ginny and Georgia fans out there, it's on Netflix. It's a great show. At one point, one of the high school girls, Abby, says that her parents are both therapists and that going to therapy isn't something that needs to be stigmatized. It's just like going to the dentist. It's just like going for a normal checkup. It's health. It's part of health. Your mental health is just like anything else. It contributes to physical, uh, physical health as well. And it's just, it's a big topic. And COVID-19 on the whole has really impacted students' mental health on both the high school and college level, in main part because of a mix of isolation and stress. And so I'm going to talk a little bit about both of those things coming up later in the show. But for right now, I just wanted to leave you with that. We're going to go to a brief commercial break and then give you some campus news. And then we'll be back to talk all about mental health and COVID-19.
1: In Georgia, sports are legion. Athletes are legendary. And the voices that painted the pictures are timeless. Larry Munson. We just stepped on their face with a half nailed Steve Holman. Dominique Wilkins has become the all time Hawks scoring leader. Ernie Johnson Sr. Rod Gatton has done it again. Skip Carey. The Atlanta Braves are National League champions again. Al Seraldo. West Durham. That's Ernie Harwell. That one is low. Danny Reed. Georgia Southern Win! And since the beginning, we've brought it all to you instantly. We're America's broadcasters and the great radio stations of Georgia. This year, radio turns 100 years young, and we're just getting started. Coming to a device near you, the very best is yet to come. For more info on the centennial of radio in America, visit gab.org slash radio 100. This message brought to you with pride by member stations of the Georgia Association of Broadcasters.
0: What's up lines, this is Will Sargent here to bring you the latest news that's happening around Piedmont College. There's a lot going on around Piedmont, so let me start you off by saying that Piedmont College has broken ground for the new residence hall on campus. Piedmont is moving forward with preparations for our new residence hall, Mystic Hall. Demolition began on Monday, March the 8th on Piedmont College Court and is going through Saturday, March the 13th, if weather permits. The 2021 Student Organization and Leader Awards application is open. Students, faculty, and staff can submit nominations. There are awards for individual students, faculty, and staff, as well as student organizations. You can submit for multiple awards. Some of the awards are New Organization of the Year, Outstanding Program of the Year, Unsung Hero Award, Student Organization Advisor of the Year, and more. The decline to submit your application for these awards will be March 12th. The Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Council will be hosting focus groups for students and staff to gain a better understanding of individual experiences and perceptions as it relates to the topics of diversity, equity, and inclusion. If you'd be interested in participating in these focus groups, please email dei at piedmont.edu. All right, which one do you wanna pick? Mario, Princess Peach, or Yoshi? On March the 11th, Cab is putting on a Mario Kart and Smash Bros tournament That is going to include some board games, virtual reality, Just Dance, and more. So come out to take a study break and have some fun in the student commons conference rooms at 8 o'clock for some prizes. That's all I have for you here today. Reporting for Z98.7 FM, the student-run radio station at Piedmont College, I'm Will Sargent.
2: Welcome back to Virtually Educated. If you're just joining us, uh, I'm talking a little bit today about the Biden administration deciding that we are going to go back to standardized testing in schools and that no waivers will be issued for testing this year. What's up, Lions? This is Savannah Richards, and I'm here in the studio today with sophomore, double major, mass communications and graphic design, Rowan Edmonds. How are you doing today, Rowan? I'm
3: pretty good. How are you?
2: I'm doing pretty good today. So... I'm going to ask you a little bit about digital learning because so far in my show, I've talked a whole lot about what it's been like for high school Mm -hmm. and not a lot about what it's been like for college students. Mm -hmm. So were you enrolled here at Piedmont when everything went down last March?
3: Yes, I was. It was my freshman year and it was awful.
2: (laughs) So... Whenever we first heard about COVID, I remember I was still planning a trip to Italy. Mm -hmm. I still thought that I was gonna be able to live my life and that this was going to be like Ebola or swine flu or anything else that went away pretty quick. What was your first impression of COVID-19?
3: Well, I mean, I remember vividly when I first learned about it, I was on spring break with my family and I remember my mom was kind of freaking out about it, thinking it was a big deal. And I remember thinking, oh, it's not gonna be that big of a deal. Here we are now. You know, I was all excited. Like, oh, when they said extended spring break, I was like, oh, yeah, long spring break. And then it was just all moved to online. And I was like, this is awful. It was awful. So
2: uh, not to get too personal here. Mm-hmm. Don't have to tell me anything, like, specific about grades. But overall, do you think your your education was harmed?
3: Oh, absolutely. By COVID-19?
2: Like, did you see any kind of decrease in?
3: Oh, yes. my My mental health plummeted my grades, plummeted. Like I, you know, failed out of a class that I was super, super easy, but because it was all online and I was stuck at home and stuck in quarantine, I just failed it. And I was like, you know what? That's just that. I didn't even care because I was just so depressed.
2: Yeah, and that's something that a lot of people have talked about more so going forwards as we're looking at how digital learning is going to continue being used in Mm -hmm. society. There's this huge gap whenever we're talking about mental health, a huge gap has appeared between what kind of different technologies can be used to increase your performance educationally and then also what students need in terms of social interaction and day-to-day experiences to mm-hmm. keep them to keep them healthy and to keep them human. And that's something that I talked about a little bit in my last show. But overall... How is How has it been trying to juggle being out of a school environment and learning? And this, this is more in reference to mm-hmm. last March or last school year, whenever we were still trying to juggle school and being off campus completely. What mm-hmm. was that like?
3: It was definitely rough. You know, it was, you know, I'd wake up in the morning, go to a couple Zoom classes, but, like, I'd just have them in bed. I wouldn't pay attention. I wouldn't focus. You know, and then I would just spend the rest of my day in bed doing nothing. And I just wouldn't, it it didn't feel legit, you know, it didn't feel like actual classes. I was just like this, it just felt, you know, mundane, like it was not important.
2: So you were a freshman whenever all of that Mm -hmm. happened. A freshman in college, that's a huge
3: year. A lot of stuff is
2: brand new. Uh, Do you feel like it impacted your understanding of what it means to be a college student at all?
3: At first, now now not so much, but at first it definitely did. You know, I thought, is this college, this is, you know, this is what I thought college was going to be like. I wasn't happy. I was like, I don't, I want to take a gap year, you know, wait for everything to die down, which it obviously hasn't. But, you know, now it's like, I've kind of gotten used to it and I feel a little bit better, especially since we're doing the hybrid thing. It feels a lot nicer to be on campus, even with the Zoom occasionally. But, you know, it's something that I've just kind of grown with in the past year. So I'm more used to it now.
2: A lot of students have spoken out about fearing for safety of, of themselves or of their family members. I know that I live at home with a person who is diabetic, my mother, and then also my grandfather who has congestive heart failure. And a lot of students have spoken out about the stress that that's causing them on top of all of their schoolwork. Uh, what are your experiences with, with the stress of trying to learn in a global pandemic?
3: It's definitely stressful, you know, like you, nobody really wants to get COVID, obviously. And I, f- I feel like if I personally get it, I will not be that affected. I'm young, I'm healthy. However, you know, with getting it, I will be sent home to my parents where home is. And my mom is, she has a lot of health issues. If she gets it, it could be really, really bad. Both my parents have the vaccine, which is nice. But it's it's still scary. It's just I don't want to get it and then affect the people around me because, you know, I am in in in-person classes. I do hang out with friends regularly, so I don't want to spread it to them because I'm doing stupid stuff.
2: (laughs) Okay, so last question here, and this one's a little bit, a little bit of a hard one. Mm -hmm. Do you feel overall safe here and on campus at Piedmont with everything that's been put into place to try and keep us safe from COVID-19? Do you feel like people are, are following the rules that the have been set in place or are the, are the rules, uh, the correct rules to keep us safe? What are your just personal opinions on Piedmont's situation?
3: Yeah, I I do feel like overall pretty safe for the most part. I do like how they are doing the hybrid classes. I mean, I'd rather have that than just all online. Um, I do think Piedmont is kind of going a little bit overboard with the You know, like, I don't, like, if I'm filling out the line check, I don't want to say that I have a headache and then get sent home for two weeks, you know? You know, and it's like, you know, I wanted to get tested a couple weeks ago. I didn't have any symptoms or anything. I just simply wanted to get tested because I was going to go see my grandparents and it would have been nice to know. Mm -hmm. But if the school found out about it, they would send me home for two weeks regardless of the results, regardless of my uh, symptoms. So that, that's my biggest stress is getting sent home for no reason, you know?
2: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come and talk to me. Once again, thank you for listening to Virtually Educated. I'm Savannah Richards here in the studio today with Rowan Edmonds reporting for Z98.7 FM, the student-run radio station at Piedmont soon-to-be university. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome back to Virtually Educated. I'm Savannah Richards, and today we're talking about mental health, COVID-19, digital learning, and college students. And while those four things have been thrown together a lot recently, uh, digital learning and college students uh, have not always been the greatest pair. Myself, uh, I go to school, at a school, in person, the way that a lot of college students do it, because I really feel like I need in-person instruction. It just, it takes the weight off my shoulder to be able to walk into my professor's office and ask questions and really interact and get one-on-one instruction if I need it, and that's just something that I've never been great at getting via digital instruction. Um, I've only ever taken one digital class, entirely digital class, intentionally before COVID-19, and that was in high school. I took a health class online at uh, Gwinnett Online Campus, which is a basically Gwinnett's version of digital learning predating COVID-19. And so I took the health class so that I could have enough room in my schedule to take a journalism class. Thank God I did or I probably wouldn't be here today at Piedmont. Um, but I, I learned pretty quickly through that class that digital learning was not going to be something that I was great with. And that really influenced my decision uh, when going to college. I decided to go to an in-person college rather than maybe paying a little less and doing an online school. I did not do that well in health. I did pass. But even with as easy a class as it was and obviously information that's not seen as super difficult to understand, I just struggled with keeping myself on task when I was at home and not in person, when I didn't have a set space for me to dedicate to schoolwork. It is just something that I struggled with. And I know that a lot of other students struggle with. That obviously won't apply to all students. they are definitely... Um, different high schoolers or college students who do online school or who do homeschool, and they do it well. But that can't be said for every student. And it added a whole nother level of stress for me to go from halfway through the semester last year uh, on, in person and in the middle of major projects. Like I remember for advertising, a class we take for MassCom here at Piedmont, um, we were doing a project that involved creating an advertising package for a local business. And so obviously being here on campus and being able to go to that business and get a better understanding and talk with the owner, those were really important things that became really, really difficult, unnecessarily difficult whenever I got sent back home to Gwinnett an hour and a half away. It's just little things like that that add up over time and can stress you out more than you would be anyway. I know that a lot of seniors here at Piedmont this year have talked about the possibility of COVID not clearing up in time and having to present our capstones online like they did last year or online graduations. These are, these are situations that we never would have thought we'd have to think about, but suddenly we do. All of these little things, bits and pieces that don't really seem that major or important add up a little bit at a time, and then suddenly rather than just having the already pretty long list of things to worry about as a college student, you're forced to worry about a hundred other little things. For some people, it made life easier. For some people, it didn't. But overall, all of those little stresses just, they add up and they can affect your mental health overall. And then it gets worse whenever you talk about the isolation. And this is something that was talked about a lot, both online and you saw a lot of TikToks pop up Uh, talking about it and making jokes about it, but isolation is not good for anyone's social development. Social isolation was already a problem before COVID. We were seeing a lot more cases of adults having mental health issues related to keeping themselves socially isolated, and that was a pandemic uh, in itself that was already growing in our country before COVID-19 hit. Then all of a sudden, we have this major pandemic and we're going into national lockdowns or statewide lockdowns, on some level, even school-wide lockdowns. And all of our friends and all of the people who we're used to seeing on a daily basis, people that we are able to kind of talk to or be ourselves around or you know, be our support system, you only get to see them through FaceTime. And it was really difficult for a lot of students. I mean, it was difficult for a lot of people in general. No one at any age is okay to be by themselves all the time. Isolation affects anyone at any age, but whenever you add on the stresses of getting a college degree, worrying about your future, that lack of security in yourself and your future, it it really adds up and it's affected a lot of people in very negative ways. And that's something that I think some social media has been able to help. Now, I know that there are tons of studies about the negative effects of social media on things like body image and just in general uh, mental health but we kind of had to cling to it we had nothing else to do whenever we are stuck far away from our friends and we can't go visit them or stuck far away from their families and just unable to to get close enough to to have that conversation to to talk about what's going on in your life to get that support system going it kind of cut everything off at the knees for a while there, all of our, our developed human interactions that we've become so used to and that we've grown dependent upon uh, on an evolutionary level, to have that stripped away all of a sudden impacted a lot of people. And I know from my personal experience that it's hard to completely change up your life out of nowhere. And that's going to be true for a lot of people. And that's going to be true for many things. But I'm talking specifically in the context of COVID-19. So last March, whenever we had to go home, all of a sudden, I went back to my house in Gwinnett uh, for spring break. And in the story we all know, just didn't get to come back to school. And that was the first time in two years that I'd ever been back home for longer than a month at a time. And between all of my parents being stuck home, my mom and my dad were stuck at home a lot of the time for their jobs. They were working online. My sister is in high school, as I've mentioned before on this show. She was working online. It's a very difficult thing to completely switch up your life and to go from having my own space and my mom having her workspace. My dad has his schedule. My sister goes to school for eight hours a day. All of us had our own lives going on to a certain degree. And then suddenly to be thrust back together uh, 24-7, I think it made life a little bit harder on everyone. That's just talking about um, in general. And then you add in all of the little inconveniences like Wi-Fi issues, the bane of my existence, because we don't live in an area that has really good broadband. We can't get fiber optic at all in my area. They just can't run the lines. Uh, AT&T has tried to explain that one to me, and I still don't get it. I think it's a scam, but whatever. Um, we we just can't get good internet. And so whenever you stick all of us in a house together and all of us have to be on Zoom meetings for work or for school at the same time or trying to use Canvas or Gwinnett eClass, which is notorious for shutting itself down every once in a while, it, it just Tensions were high, and I'm definitely speaking from my personal experience here, but I know just from talking to friends and almost anyone you talk to that I think this was a pretty shared and common experience throughout uh, quarantine. And so looking forward now, I think it's made me appreciate a little bit more that kind of autonomy that I have here. I definitely came back to school with a new gratefulness for just the little things. I'm here and I'm happy to wear a mask every day if I have to because it means that I get to stay here on campus. I get to stay in a dorm where I have my own space and I get to plan my schedule around my life without taking into account when I need to go pick my sister up from band practice because my mom is in a Zoom meeting because something's gotten pushed back and all of a sudden there's no such thing as boundaries between work and home. It's just all of those little things that you never have to worry about whenever you have your own space and your own schedule. It, it, putting them all together is stressful, very, very stressful. And so even though I was at home, uh, we were all still kind of self-isolating. I mean, I would see my parents all the time, but whenever you're around each other that much, you can't really just enjoy each other's company because there's nowhere to, it, it feels like you need to escape a little bit. I mean, I'm not talking about, mom, if you're listening to this, I'm not trying to say I was trying to escape from you. It's just, it's easier to appreciate each other's company whenever you are not forced to be in each other's company all the time. Uh, And I think that's true for most everyone. And so overall coming back here this semester, and the reason that I think all of us have been willing to basically sign at the dotted line and do whatever Piedmont has told us to do in regards to COVID safety rules, even if we think they're a little unnecessary, cough, cough, lie, and check. Uh, it's, it's in effort of just trying to reach that little bit of normalcy and that little bit of freedom to schedule and, and get our lives together. And I think that's been really important. And I'm so excited that going forward, that part of digital learning will continue to go away a little bit. Even if we stick to having hybrid classes, even if we stick to, to not being completely in person like we were last year, at least we have that little bit of interaction back. At least to some degree, we can still be with our friends and can still live our lives, even if they don't look exactly the same as they did before this time last year. And so we're going to talk a little bit more after this short break. I'm going to give you a brief weather report for our weather here in Demarest today, and then we're going to come back to wrap up our show. Thank you for listening and stay tuned. Hey, Lions. It's looking like we're going to have a pretty warm weekend. Today we have partly cloudy skies with a high of 70 degrees and a low of 59 degrees. It'll warm up even more tomorrow with the high reaching 70 degrees in the late afternoon. The low will be 61 degrees. Currently in Demarest, it is 426 p.m., and the temperature is... Seven degrees. And we have sunny skies for once. I'm so excited uh, to be able to say that finally. And I want to talk a little bit about something that we talked about earlier in the show. And I mentioned that I was going to give some statistics because I usually try to do that uh, anytime that I am giving opinion. I also want to try and back it up with with fact, with some form of source. And so the source I looked at for this particular show is the American Psychology Association. And I want to read a couple quotes here that I found that stood out to me. Uh, The first one being, according to a 2018 survey by Cigna, loneliness levels have reached an all-time high with nearly half of 2,000 U.S. adults reporting that they are sometimes or always feel alone. And this survey came out in 2018. This predates COVID-19. This is loneliness expressed before we were forced into isolation over last year. Uh, Just to add a little bit more context, here's another quote from the APA. Lack of social connections heightens health risks as much as smoking 15 cigarettes a day or having alcohol use disorder. She's also found that loneliness and social isolation are twice as harmful to physical and mental health as obesity. So I mentioned a little bit earlier that isolation and the resulting decrease in mental health can actually have physical drawbacks. It can actually cause some different physical issues. Uh, I would have never guessed before reading this article and going through these studies that it was as much as smoking 15 cigarettes a day, but upon thinking about it further, it's honestly not that surprising. There is nothing worse in the world than feeling like you're alone, especially whenever you're already stressed about a million other things. And then the last quote I want to read to you from the APA here today is, there is robust evidence that social isolation and loneliness significantly increase risk for premature mortality and the magnitude of the risk exceeds that of many leading health indicators. Whenever we talk about mental health, there are a lot of people who always want to roll their eyes. And generally speaking, whenever you're talking about teenagers or twenty somethings to older individuals, the the roll your eyes uh, response is kind of common. Uh, I feel like a lot of a lot of people who have been through life and have gone through a lot tend to scoff a little bit at some of the the modern day issues and the modern day mental health issues. I mean, it's usually your grandparents or your older family members that wanna come after you for going to therapy or for showing any sign of perceived weakness. And that's just not the case. These mental health issues that we're finding nowadays truly do have physical drawbacks and sending kids, young kids or college students into isolation has had mental health effects. This, this is just as valid as concern as students' grades dropping mental health and the impacts that COVID-19 have had on mental health are just as crucial to talk about as the test scores that are dropping. And I feel like I've talked about it for two weeks now, and that's why. But thank you for listening to my show today. Uh, Be sure to join me again next Thursday on Virtually Educated.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Virtually Educated. If you enjoyed today's show, Be sure to tune in again next Thursday at 4 p.m. for another 30 minutes of exclusive talk and interviews right here on Z98.7 FM.